Hey, I'm Latasha, and welcome to the Overcome to Become podcast. Join me each week for real talk, life-changing truths, actionable takeaways, and relatable overcoming stories from some of the bravest women I know. You will leave each episode with the tools to help you overcome what has been holding you back so you can become who you were always meant to be. For months leading up to the launch of this podcast back in September 2020, I remember just overthinking and wondering and all the questions going through my brain over and over and over again, who would listen? What would I say? Would it even matter? Would it be an epic failure? Why am I doing this? And I waited and waited for the what ifs to go away, for the fear to disappear so I could actually move forward with this. What seemed to be like this really crazy, absurd, out there vision that God had placed in my heart. See, it seemed absurd because I had no podcasting experience. I mean, zero. My experience with podcasting was that I listened to them and that was it. I was not a journalist by trade. I did not major in journalism. The most I knew, again, was that I listened to them and that was it. So you could say the odds were kind of stacked up against me. Imposter syndrome was at an all-time high. Then it hit me. Fear was not going to go away, friends. I was going to have to start afraid. I was going to have to move out into what felt ridiculous, foolish, and impossible and just do it. So away I went. I started right where I was at. And what I knew at the time was how to Google. And so I started Googling how to start a podcast. Then I prayed for the right connections and guidance. And in comes the amazing Alana Dawson, who is the host of the podcasting party, who's also a podcasting coach and the owner of the community podcast, Her. I will put her link in my show notes. If you are interested or wondering if you could start a podcast, she is a great person to connect with, and she's helped me so much. So I remember announcing in one of her podcaster meetings, we were talking about starting the podcast. There was a few of us that had not started yet. And one of the community members had kind of called me out in that meeting. And she's like, okay, so you've been saying that you're going to start a podcast. What's your launch date? Oh, so just cue the sweaty armpits. And I remember just saying, you know what? September of 2020 is when I'm going to launch my podcast. Y'all, why did I do that? Because saying it out loud meant that I was going to have to be held accountable. But thinking back now, that accountability piece was major. Now, afraid or not, I had to move forward with what I had told others I was going to do. So let me ask you a question. What dream do you need to share with a friend or a trusted group of peers with similar passions? Being in the presence of a community that understood my fears, wonderings, doubts, and mishaps was absolutely crucial. Have you been holding back because you don't want to look or sound foolish? Let me get real with you just for a second. I want you to lean in. If you are part of a community who you know will not support or who will belittle your God visions, it may be time for a new community. Let me say that again. It may be time for a new community. I'm not saying that you need yes people all around you all the time. We all need constructive feedback. But there is a difference between good feedback that helps you grow and criticism that stunts your growth. Now, there's a little side nugget for you to reflect upon. So once I announced that I would launch this podcast, I worked feverishly for the next few months at getting it up and going. Now, I still didn't know half of what I was doing. It was not going to be perfect, but I knew enough to be dangerous. 
So the evening of September 21st had finally come. I was about to launch my podcast on the 22nd of September. I could not sleep. I remember feeling nauseous and fear was speaking so loudly in my head. My head was pounding. I remember when I hit publish for the first time, I felt like I was running through Central Park naked, y'all, for all to see. A feeling of vulnerability I'd never experienced before in my life. And I thought to myself, Tosh, you had just opened yourself up to judgment, criticism, and everything else that comes with putting your voice out there into the world. Am I speaking to any of you who have held back your voice? You have made yourself small. You have shrunk yourself down. You have stood in your own way because you are afraid of criticism. You are afraid of judgment. You are afraid that what you put out there may not work or it may fail. So thinking back, I thought that the fear would disappear and I would never have to confront it or deal with it once I had published a few more episodes or even a full season. Y'all, I was waiting that I would wake up one day and that fear would be gone. I would never have to feel it or experience it again. Well, fear never left. Episode after episode, season after season, I was confronted with doubts, fears, wanderings, insecurities. Yeah, I knew I was I was a little more confident in the technical side of podcasting. My interviewing skills uh, got sharper and better as I went along. But there was a full-on perspiration with every interview. Full-on armpit sweat, if I'm totally honest. I tried to pray that feeling away month after month after month. Then I remembered what my sister cousin, who I so adore, Tammy, said to me when I was about, oh gosh, this is about 16 years this ago, when I was about to speak my first message in front of a crowd. I told her I was so nervous. I remember I went to her and said, I'm so afraid and I'm going to look foolish. And I thought she was going to say, hey, let's pray the fear away, wish the fear away, Ignore the fear. Nope. Instead, she said, that feeling as she put her hand on my stomach in the pit of your belly, that uneasiness you feel, that vulnerability is a good thing. I want you to lean into it. She said, the moment you lose that feeling, that is when you need to worry. Losing that feeling means that you have gone out on your own totally. Whew. And boy, am I guilty of that. You are no longer relying on God's spirit to lead and guide you. Instead, you are operating out of your own knowledge, your own wisdom, your own way of doing things. And you may be operating outside of his will. In other words, a healthy dose of fear is indeed a good thing. See, a healthy dose of fear keeps us humble. It keeps us looking up to our source and remembering that everything else is a resource. It leaves room for God's spirit to operate through and in us. It reminds us that the glory only belongs to him. It assures us that it is in him that we move, live, and have our being. And we are absolutely, positively nothing without him. And I've learned that the more education we receive, the more awards, the more accolades and accomplishments, our egos start to rise, y'all. They start to puff up and pride can creep in and we can start to operate totally on our own, doing God's work without God and his guidance. Of course, we have to be careful of allowing too much fear 
to hold us back. So I'm not talking about opening up the doors totally and allowing fear to come just reside in our hearts permanently. What I'm saying is too much of fear can hold us back and strip us of the abundant, free, and beautiful life we have been promised in Christ. If you haven't already, please go back. I want to encourage you to listen to all of my guests from this season, season five. Each of them have candidly shared their battle with fear in some form or another and how they've learned to not allow it to dictate and rule their lives. So many times they were faced with situation after situation that they had to choose to move forward with knees shaking, sweaty palms, and the what is playing in the background of their minds. See, sometimes we beat ourselves up. Because we feel like either we're the only one who's struggling with fear or that we should get to a point in our lives and no longer feel fear or struggle with fear, that it should just disappear. See, this is just not true. As long as we are alive and we are human, we will have to make the choice to not allow fear to hold us back, to not listen to and allow to make a home in our heart, but instead allow that fear to propel us forward and lean into the one who is able to make possible what seems impossible. See, I have two degrees, over a decade of leadership experience and almost 19 years within my career. And you know what? I still battle with fear. Yes, I know more. I have more wisdom, but there's still times where I am throwing up my hands, actually not times, but daily, minute by minute sometimes saying, Lord, I don't know what to do. And if you don't give me the answer and if you don't show me the way, I... I'm going to make a fool of myself. I'm going to say the wrong thing. I'm going to not make the right decision on behalf of those I serve. And so a healthy dose of fear, that's an example of a healthy dose of fear, is good because it keeps our face upward to the one who is able to give us the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that we need to operate in the area that he's given us to operate in, the assignment that he's assigned to our lives. See, just last week, I was presented with an opportunity that blew my mind. More to come about that in the future. And a plug for my newsletter. If you're not on my email list, please sign up so you can be in the loop of what's next. I'm so excited to share. And y'all, sometimes I take a break from the podcast and a break from social media. And I don't want you to miss out hearing about God's faithfulness. But as soon as I got out of that meeting and I celebrated the good news with my family, late that evening, I woke up with fear saying, oh, Just email him back and tell him you can't do it. They got the wrong person. What were they even thinking that you could do what they asked you to do? You're going to fail. Hello, imposter syndrome. Fancy meeting you again. I'm so thankful that my husband called it out because as soon as I told him that next morning, he's like, that's imposter syndrome speaking. Ignore it. Move on. God has opened this door for you. He knows that you can do it through him. So here's a few questions I want you to reflect upon. Number one, what has God asked you to do and you have not done it because you are waiting for fear to leave first? Two, have you leaned more into comfort than being obedient to what God is asking you to do next or even asking you to stop doing? Three, are you currently in a supportive community? Again, here's that word community that will help push you and support you in this next chapter. 
I like to journal out pros and cons when fear tries to speak. Go ahead and be honest about my fears and worries. Lay them all out on paper. Think about the negatives and positive what ifs. I also like to seek wise counsel in those who have experience, who have journeyed where I want to go. Most of all, as my mother-in-law would say, pray and move my feet. How many of us have prayed and are still praying about what God has already given us clarity to do and we're standing in our own way and we don't want to do it because we want to see the whole picture first. We want it to make total sense before we step out. See, you got to start right where you are. And if that means Googling like I did, if that means asking a friend, if that means going and searching on social media for someone you can talk to, a community you can be a part of, do that and start there. Pray and move your feet. So five seasons later of stepping out afraid time and time again, God is so faithful when we open our hands and hearts and give him the little we have and make ourselves available. Not when we become perfect, not when we get it all together, not when we know how to do it all, but he wants us available just as we are. You all just don't know how much your support and words of encouragement at times when I hit publish on an episode and I thought, oh God, I can't do this anymore. I just want to quit. The times that fear almost convinced me to stop podcasting. Your words of encouragement have kept me going when I wanted to quit. I've decided to take a much needed break from podcasting. I'm going to miss y'all, but some recent exciting news has confirmed I need to step away and concentrate on some other projects that I have in the works. But I want us to stay connected. I want you to email me, come over to Instagram where I like to hang out. But most of all, because sometimes I take a break from social media Make sure to sign up for my short but sweet regular-ish newsletter. I haven't sent one out, but this is going to be me sending one out to my community because this is where I want to keep in touch with you all just in case I'm not podcasting or on the Instagram so that you can, we can keep in contact, stay connected, converse back and forth. I love a good, robust conversation and I live for connection. So please, Go to that link in my show notes and sign up for my newsletter. If this is your first season that you've listened to the podcast, please go back and listen to seasons one through four. So many amazing guests and Wisdom Pack episodes that will help you live and lead from the inside out. This is not goodbye, friends, but so long for now. I'll be back soon and I cannot wait to share again some big announcements. Here are my last words for you. The world needs you, sis. No more shying away and making yourself small and tiny. You're not doing anyone any favors. Allow the fear you feel to keep your eyes up towards the one who wants to do great and marvelous things through you.